What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Devin, and I'm back with another episode of I Stopped Drinking, So I Started a Podcast. Today, I want to touch on something that I've been thinking about for a while. You know, growing up, I was, I mean, I wasn't a Bondy, but I love James Bond. James Bond was, man, was suave, charismatic. He could dress his ass off. He could bed any chick he wanted, and he could kick more ass than just a little. You know, I like Sean Connery. I like Roger Moore. Uh, I even like Timothy Dalton. A lot of people don't like him, but I like him. And, you know, for me, um, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s, Pierce Brosnan, I mean, it's nothing you can say about Pierce. He was James Bond personified. You know, if, if somebody mocked up, you know, a a, a living, breathing figure, of, of James Bond and everything that he encompassed, it will be peers. So with that said, over the last few years, um, I guess our woke culture. And now I guess, uh, I've, I've coined a slight phrase woke when overthinking kills everything over the last few years, there has been this, this kind of push to have Idris Elba be James Bond. And, I've always been against that. I firmly believe that James Bond is a classic, timeless character, and he shouldn't be messed with. He shouldn't be disturbed, and it should be able to continue the way it is. But with that said, I think that Idris Elba is a prime candidate for a new super spy. Right? Walk with me. A super spy, you know, he can't go to he can't go to parts of Eastern Europe. He can't go to, you know, um, I guess a lot of quote unquote uh, Western countries because, you know, you have to be able to fit in. You have you can't stand out in certain in certain areas. But to have a a black super spy. Going through Africa, going through the Caribbean, going through South America. London, parts of far Western Europe, places, you know, where he can fit in and you go through these exotic countries, knocking down dictators, corrupt businessmen, oligarchs, just crazy sociopathic supervillains. And while he's doing all that, he's dapper Dan from top to bottom. He's bedding the baddest chicks. He's on yachts. He's on speedboats. He's cruising around the cliffs of Barbados and a Ferrari like it just fits. And I don't understand why, you know, the larger, you know, production houses don't jump on this. When Black Panther came out, it was a huge phenomenon and not just within the black community, but, you know, all communities, Marvel fans, you know, you had people in Korea and people in, in, in other parts of the world who wore their own cultural garb to the premieres. This that phenomenon almost gave people uh, of, of of ethnic backgrounds. And I don't mean ethnic backgrounds as to say that, you know, my white brothers don't have an ethnic background. But I mean, a uh, 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 traditionally person of color. They went out in droves and they supported this film. And I think they would do the same with this. 
See, we need to stop remaking and revamping and trying to change and cultivate things to fit what we want. But in spite of that, take what we have, the talent, the presence of someone like Idris Elba and, and push that into its own standalone character, which I think that a lot of people will get behind. I think a lot of times we're afraid to try to move into our own spaces because we think that people won't accept it. When that is not the case, in my opinion, people are more willing to accept something if it's new, it's fresh, as opposed to trying to take over or take place of. James Bond is an iconic character. And I think that Idris Elba could create his own iconic character, his own standalone character that, in fact, could probably cross promote both ways. Start create its own franchise, create its own branding, its own merchandising. You know, I see lots of shows on TV, you know, especially like The Equalizer, where Queen Latifah replaced Denzel Washington's character. That how, you know, you take this 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 role that was cultivated by Denzel Washington. And I love The Equalizer one and two. I, I I think that, you know, they may not be fantastic films, but they're very entertaining and they're they're very uh, realistic. Denzel isn't jumping off fucking buildings and doing all this stuff. He's he's acting within the parameters of who he is as a character. Right. You know, he's he's using, you know, joint manipulation. He's using close quarter combat. He's not throwing dudes over couches, but he's using his training to be beneficial. And now I'm not saying that a woman can't do that, but why? I'm using the James Bond example as a broad spectrum for this. Right. Why couldn't Queen Latifah's character be a, its own standalone character, its own standalone show. See, we have to start to create our own identities. We can't just go through life because that pushing back on things because people are not going to be cool with that. People are going to fight back and they're going to they're going to step away from it and they're not going to support something that they ordinarily wouldn't. I mean, Tyler Perry, Will Smith, you know, the list goes on and on. There are are film houses all over, especially black film houses all over the country. I mean, Tyler Perry, studio, Tyler Perry Studios is massive. And there has to be a transition period, right? You have to go from the Medea, the, the, the crying black, woe is me uh, family to something more progressive, something that young men can look at with pride. Young men can look at Idris Elba in a super spy format with, with admiration. This is the type of shit that we need to move forward as a culture collectively, you know, because when it's all said and done, James Bond is always going to be James Bond. Sure, he, he you might be able to interchange whomever you want. 
you might be able to even throw a woman in there, right? And, and, and that's something that they've spoken of in the past. But I don't understand. Like, when you sit in these boardrooms and these people are, you know, delivering these these ideas and these pitches, where is the necessity to develop? Oh, excuse me. Ooh, had some water before I did this. I didn't expect the gas to come up. But where is the, the necessity for development? You know? Where is the necessity for advancement? You know, we can't just keep going down the same path. You know, I want to, you know, I think about this all the time. I mean, brother's out in the boat. He got a, a curly haired caramel cutie next to him. They're doing some some light reconnaissance. She don't know what's popping, but but Idris, he's paying attention. He's playing, he's playing offense and defense with the swag, with the drip, all of it. You know, there's so many storylines to go in. When you look at the corruption in, in, in parts of Africa, when you look at the corruption in parts of South America, Central America, so on and so forth, I mean, it's really endless. You create a a new brand because it just he's what fifty ish maybe give or take he can only do it for so long so now now we have to cultivate the next guy so who is it next is it Michael B Jordan okay he can only go so long so who is it after that is it Lakeith Stanfield is it Jonathan Majors you know on and on and on and on that's the type of of, of of generational cultural shift that we should be looking at. We shouldn't be looking at trying to change the past. We should be looking at trying to influence the future. We should be working diligently to create and push a narrative that is, hey, you got your James Bond? I got my Idris Elba. And people of all walks of life can see these two characters working together to, to, to bring peace, to bring stability, et cetera, et cetera. You know, there, there are going to be young, you know, white men, young Asian men, young uh, Hispanic men. All these young brothers are going to be out there and they're going to watch this shit because it's going to be popping. This type of stuff has it appeals to a wide range of people. It appeals to the to the male psyche. We wanna we we you know I, man I you know for I'm 40 now and yeah I've slowed down but man when I was 20 it was woof. it was a mile a minute man it was you know and I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like you know I was living in a Jay-Z video you know I wasn't you know, and in some parts or, or some uh, times in my life, I probably was, you know, but um, here I am. And I think at 20, if I would have saw that, probably would have been really happy. 
probably would have really been into it. And um, I think that young men now of of all backgrounds will do the same thing. But we have to stop the woke shit. We have to stop the coddling. We have to stop the the changing and the um, erasing of, of, of concepts. You know, we can't just, we can't look to cancel something to make anything else or someone else feel included or inclusive. The table is set for us all. Right. And the last live stream I had, there was a, a discussion about accountability and being accountable in some cases is stepping back and saying, look, there's enough room at this table for all of us. There are four chairs. You don't have to get up from this table. But I'm going to sit here with you and we're going to work through the motions of life together. We're going to work through the motions of, of all facets of life. Whether it's work, school, or in this case right now, entertainment. It doesn't have to be rocket science. It doesn't have to be um, dramatic. It doesn't have to be. Um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Ugh. It doesn't have to be. Um, I'll come back to it. But it can be easy and it can be simple. It can be um, something that that all parties can look forward to and they need. I think that there needs to be positive examples because positive examples of black men on, on in entertainment, because growing up, we had the Cosby's. We had Fresh Prince. We had Family Matters. We had... Uh, a different world. We had the Steve Harvey show. And then we had man of the house with, with LL cool J. We had all these positive examples of brothers on TV. And once the, 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 the late nineties, early two thousands ended, there was a shift to gang shit. You got the wire, um, like you have the Netflix, they have top boy, uh, you have power, you have like empire. You have all these shows that always have this, this trap, this gang, this, this low level organized crime kind of, uh, atmosphere, right? This kind this cloud of, of, of crash dummy bullshit. You know, what's wrong with seeing a brother in a suit on TV or in a movie? Nice three piece suit. Boom. Taylor. Man, move the man, move the wrong way. It's over. Looked like he was poured into it. That's a positive example. We need to start bringing those back and we need to start emphasizing those images and, and pushing them to the forefront. Because it, it has a trickle down effect because I see a lot of young men online now who watch The Wire and now their only uh, their only image 
and their only taste of who we are as a people is seen through that lens. It's seen through that 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 trap, that trap house, crack house, poor, broken, fatherless shit. And we need to get past that. And we need to start pushing images that are positive. And that we all can aspire to be. I mean, I think that, you know, I think the, the potential is there to come out with something that's even greater than Black Panther. I truly do. I think it's something that can be cultural in a, in a more neutral way. And and put blackness on display in 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 bright lights in glitz and glamour. Take that shit back to the 70s. Like you watch watch all Soul Train, Diana Ross, Michael Jack, all that shit. Like I mean, boom, they was floating on air. And that can that can be us again, man. That can be just the character development in itself. I mean, it just, you know, and, and for me, a lot of people don't know this, but when I was, I would say about 13, um, I started writing a spy novel about a, a, a black spy that was adjacent to James Bond. Now they, in, in my story, they didn't have any connection to one another, like, uh, intimately, I would say, or, you know, there was no direct contact between them or, or context between them, but they were similar in stature. They were similar in skill. They were similar in notoriety. Right. And, you know, maybe there is a little bit of um, of, of, of my own, you know, not selfish, but my own ambitions behind this. So Tyler Perry, if by any any shred of luck um, that you that you hear this, hit a brother up. <laughs> Will Smith, you know, if you know, once you work through your shit, hit a brother up. Let's talk. You know, let's get some let's sit down. Let's write a treatment. Let's get some stuff together. Let's put some concepts together and let's move forward. Because, I mean. What they're gonna keep making biographical films? I mean, he just made a, a story about Richard Williams. I mean, I, I didn't see the movie, but uh, it was critically acclaimed. But I think that the current climate is too serious, everything is politicized, everything is overly emotional, and we need some new blood in the pipeline. We need some new entertainment blood in the pipeline. You know, we need some um, we need reasons for people to go out and come together. And <clears throat> and if, you know, my boy Idris can go out there and and shut down some corrupt leader in Chad, you know, then so be it. So, yo, this one was a short one very rambly um something i've been thinking about for a couple days to get off my chest i know that it might have been repetitive in some cases but i'm still learning
I'm still growing with this platform. Um, I'm just trying to be consistent. I'm just trying to, to grow. Um, this is my 12th episode. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping and I'm praying that, you know, I have a hundred more episodes, a thousand more episodes. You know, I was just looking at uh, the Joe Rogan clips on, on YouTube. I mean, this man has 2000 plus episodes. That's where I want to go. And sometimes to remain consistent, you have to, you know, sometimes you're going to, you're going to, you're going to throw a, a, a duck, right? Or you're going to hit a foul ball, but that's okay. You're still in the game and we're still working. Consistency is the key. You know, the goal is just keep evolving with the platform. And, um, for those people who have supported me so far, um, I really appreciate you. Um, and I'm glad that you will be on the ride long term and you will see me now and you will see me later. And hopefully when you look back, uh, the production value will be better. Um, I'll be more organized as a speaker. Um, and I can bring you fantastic content. So with that said, thank you guys for joining me again. And I'll see you soon. Peace.